cracking noise. We're back. <laughs> Episode 45 of the Whole Milk League podcast. I am your host, Ryan, joined as always by AJ. What is popping people? It's AJ. Back again with another podcast. And only AJ today. It's going to be a little bit of a quicker one. And I just cracked my beer I, moments before <laughs> hitting record button. I don't know why. Um, Not a habit. I actually have a work happy hour tonight. Mitchell's off, getting swole. So uh, we're going to run through the matchups. And uh, I actually, I I did look. I do have a pretty good take. <laughs> I think it'll just be sure to incite some people. So okay. uh, we'll get those in and I'll come up with one. move along with our evenings. Um, so unfortunately, I have to recap my last uh, week matchup with Sean. Uh, obviously really wanted to beat him. Uh, very vocal about not liking his team or his auto-drafting. Um, there was about a one minute span that sunk me. Um, I mean, really my team sunk me, but Mm -hmm. seriously, over the course of a minute on Sunday, Kelsey, they threw like a 40 yard pass to Kelsey and then, um, Hilaire punched it in. Um, and then that was coinciding with Baltimore scoop and score. Yeah. And it was like 40 points in seconds. Like, Oh, okay. That's what we're doing today. (laughs) It's tough to see. Um, so really, I figured I was going to lose early. He kept me alive because the rest of his team kind of sucks. But uh, man, I just Hasty was the projected lead back, two points, um, and then Tampa Bay. It's Tom Brady's first shutout in like seven years or something. Mm-hmm. Like nothing you can do. I you can't predict that. Um, I probably started too many Tampa Bay people. I suppose. Yes, you did. Uh, but even starting Myers wouldn't have changed anything. The only thing that would have been nice is just having those points rostered away. Yeah, you, you got shenanigans with uh, Hasty. Everybody does. Uh, I mean, we, I mean, we kind of talked about it. Mitch and I at least did on our side about the playing of too many Tampa Bay people, namely Antonio Brown. But um, other than that, I mean, it's it's a lot of stuff you don't expect. I mean, you just have a lot of Tampa Bay players on your team, and they scored three points and gave up thirty eight. So yeah, um, yeah, and, and and I mean Sean's team. I mean, other than Alaire and Kelsey in the defense, I mean, you got an okay week out of Robinson and a little bit better than expected out of Ryan. But honestly, they were sitting on the ball in the second half, so it could have been even bigger for him. But they just kind of were ran, tried to run the clock out and tried to not. Do another come from ahead loss. They tried to. They tried to lose still, <laughs> even being up like twenty three in the fourth quarter, but or whatever it was. But yeah, yeah. So it is what it is. I'm I'm getting it's used to these week. seventy point weeks. I guess tough week. Didn't slide as far as I thought I would. So that mm-hmm. was nice. Uh, next matchup up is um, Devin single carry and foam is still beer. Devin took down Zach one ten to ninety eight. Um. Devin had another nice performance out of Cam Newton and a big week out of uh, Tyree Kill, actually, mm-hmm. yeah. um, which really carried his team there. Um, not He had 28 points out of him. Um, his team overall, nothing standout-ish. You know, it was 110 points, but it was enough to beat Zach, who's on a bit of a slide right now. I haven't checked. Kevin literally just posted the chart a minute ago. Yes, he did. Uh, to check. I don't know what his line is doing, but... Um, Zach just not carried by Russell Wilson, who had a pretty bad game by his standards. I think he had three turnovers, maybe. Yeah, it was it was definitely the worst that he looked all year. They kind of, I mean, their defense just got way behind in the beginning of the game against Buffalo, and he had to just make some tight window throws that he just couldn't quite get away with a couple times. Yeah, and Zach uh, bad week out of Aaron Jones. The, the you know only ten points, which is actually what he was uh, projected for. You think he would have gotten at least some 
garbage time points or something. Uh, they dominated San Francisco, but yeah. I guess he was out of the game before they were ever trying to run the ball. So Yeah, I mean, they, they did. I mean, not what you like to see for Zach's team, but they did the smart thing in that when they got up by a shit ton, they decided to put some of their star players that had just come off injuries on the bench, which yeah. is what you should always do. But I don't know about Thielen, but it's possible that he got the um, – oh. Well, I'm blanking now. But he got he he got like it was like with it was like under two minutes that he was wide open in the end zone for like the most garbage of all garbage time touchdowns, and Kirk Cousins just blew the throw by like five yards. Um, no, I was wondering if um, I don't know why I'm blanking, but if Ohio State's corner was covering him. Oh no, I don't think so. Okay, um, but then and then for the memes, Keelan Cole one point one points. So. Yes, <laughs> yes, sir. Um, I can't think. I can't think of his name either now. Yeah, Jeff Okuda. Okuda. I was getting, well because yeah. I wanted to say Olave. I'm like, well, it's not Olave. Yeah. And then when I think Ohio State corner, I think Ward. Yeah. So I was like, sure. I got nothing. Sure. Lattimore. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then, uh, next one is all red everything. Dan taking an L to Scott, 102 to 93. Um. Again, not big. Sc- Really haven't seen a great scoring performance yet through these first three matchups. Um, it was a low scoring week in general. Yeah. So uh, Scott just kind of had a consistent. He had five people hit double digits. Um, still dangerous territory, starting with Avius Murray and then David Montgomery turning in three points. So uh, you see how long he can get away with 102. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan just continues to lose. It's kind of unexplainable. Uh, Chicago has a good defense, but you still expect Henry to have a higher floor than six points. You expect James Conner to get more than three against Dallas. Yeah, dude, that freaking Pittsburgh stuff just ruined me in drafting. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Conner only had like 50% of the backfield share, I think, this week. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's not – I mean, when they're playing from behind, which they should, never should have been in that game, but actually were. I mean, when they're playing from behind, he's not the optimal guy to have out there. So, I just thought that they would be playing ahead for, by like 30 points. So, uh, yeah. So, not much to say there. It's a 14th place and 10th place currently. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, solid quarterback performances and then just a little bit better out of the flex and the special team spots for, for Scott, it looks like, and then Julio Jones chipping in the rest. Yeah. Uh, so, moving on, Jason beat DB 119 to 112. I have to look. This might, did this, was this a Monday night game? Which one? That it swung. I thought DB was beating Jason. Oh, well, yeah, we had TB. He was at least projected ah, to be. Ah, that's probably what it was. Maybe it was Sunday night. Um, Kamara didn't score that much. But, yeah, it, it, I mean, it probably because, I mean, TB was projected for 20 and got two. So, he probably was projected to beat the shit out of him and just didn't, you know, just didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, McCaffrey with 32, but he's going right back to being out. I catch my hopefully first break of the season on that one. Um, DJ Dallas, you know, you got a nice flex start for having the four string running back. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I mean, a good week route DB, DB to hit 112. Um, Jason got it finally, I don't know about finally, but a 30 point week out of Pat Mahomes is probably more what he was expecting. Yeah. Um, well, he had, okay, so he had 36 yeah. last week, but before that he had 12 and 19. So. I mean, I mean, Pat's the best quarterback in the NFL. He's always liable to go off for 30. Um, oh, yeah, just that it hadn't yeah. happened as, I mean, Russ yeah. has been much more consistent. For sure, yeah. And, and DB played the wrong uh, last-minute San Francisco receiver. He played Trent Taylor instead of Richie James. 
uh, if he would have won with uh, James, would have got like about 150 yards and a touchdown. Or Lamar. Was this his first week benching Lamar? I don't remember. No, he benched Lamar last week, too. Okay. Uh, good good pull on Mike Evans, even though I guess that would have also seven points. Seven point. How many? It, it was been straight really up seven close, points. Yeah. Actually, he still would have lost with Mike Evans. On but that. Yeah, it probably would have hurt even more because he would have lost by fractional points. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Jason yeah, finally couple, gets off the schneid. Yeah, a couple of good performances on his bench. Um, Samuel was really involved in the offense. Uh, Judy just kind of garbage timed his way to a lot of points, so not really bad calls there. Yeah, I think he probably played the right guys, got the right amount of points. Um, our next matchup and our highest scoring total of the week, or not, I don't know, uh, it might be total too, but Mitchell scored 134 to beat Ben, who had 101. Yeah, it should be barely just higher than the last one we talked about. Um, Mitchell just really, I mean, Dalvin Cook's been uh, killing it for him. Yeah, he's got almost 100 points in two weeks. His team's very strong. You don't ever expect to get a 10 combined points out of Lockett and Hopkins. And then still score one thirty four. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. Uh, and Mark Andrews was three. Like, yeah, it's just ridiculous that all of his players should be getting double digits each week. Yeah, Mitchell's a good team. So uh, Ben struggling. Uh, he went with Jordan Reed. Got point eight points. Um, DJ Moore has been rough this year. Uh, and then Rojo got pulled early for Frenette. Um Or not pulled? Well, they only had five rushes. I want to say, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Ben had 100 points, 38 were from Kyler Murray, 28 were from Devontae Adams. Yeah, I mean, the, those have been his two best players all year. DJ Moore will see more looks next week now that McCaffrey is uh, not out there sucking up so many targets. Um, but yeah, it's tough. I mean, he had, I mean, he's pretty thin at running back, so Kareem Hunt being on a bye really put him in a bind there, um, having to play Rojo. And, you know, just his ancillary weapons just haven't been there, and Mitchell's team is just deep with options, so... Yeah, I haven't looked at my line. I hope I don't have to play Mitchell again at the end. Yeah, Mitchell's got, I mean, I don't know. If, if he doesn't have the best team, he's got one of the two or three best teams. I, I don't know how you say it's not the best yeah. at this point. Um, next matchup, maybe the lowest scoring of the week. Uh, Kevin beat AJ 82-67. to 67. Um, AJ killed by what also killed me, which was Matt Stafford throwing pick, pick, and then getting concussed. That was his last. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it wasn't just that. It was David Johnson got concussed on his third touch right. of the game as well. And Justin Jackson. I don't, I don't really understand what happened. No one's really given me a straight answer as to what happened. They say that he got hurt in warmups, uh, but he played one snap in the first, second, third, and fourth quarter. <laughs> so that's, and he didn't touch the ball at all. So I don't, I don't know. Um, I threw rugs in there for upside. Because I was getting nervy that Emmanuel Sanders was still marked as inactive on Sunday afternoon. So I just threw rugs in there for upside because I thought that I would need it anyways. He didn't do anything for me. Didn't change um, anything. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I had Sanders in there even if I would have had him. You know, I still would have lost by a couple points. But, uh, yeah, just, you know, I mean, You're, not a good effort from the squad. You, you know, you started Zeke. He got eight. I kept advocating to bench him, but... Just in a tough spot where yeah. Ezekiel Elliott and Le'Veon Bell are at eight points. Yeah, I was, about to say, I was about to say, like, who, yeah, if I would have played Le'Veon Bell, cool, I would have got point eight points. No, yeah, <laughs> no, in, in, in a different week, you know, you, I would, it's tough. 
it's just a weird year from for some brand names. There's just, I mean, I mean, it's just, I'm, I'm just like, I'm like Wolverine looking at the picture of Dak Prescott, thinking about mm-hmm. my greatness of Zeke in the beginning of the season. Yeah, like I just, you know, there's nothing I can do because no one's gonna like if I trade him, I'm trading him for like forty cents on the dollar, and if and I can't drop him, and you know, like. Even though his team is horrible and he's in a horrible situation, he still is Zeke Elliott, and he yeah. still can bust off an eighty-yard touchdown at any moment. So, like, there's no reason not to play him. Yeah. Um, Kevin started five players to get double digits, so that's that's a win for his squad. Survived a Corey Davis zero. Um, yeah, Jared McKinnon scored a touchdown with point with four seconds left on the clock. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Jesus fuck. Um, so, but not much to say between. 82 points and 67 points. So. Yeah, it was a bad week for both. It, I mean, it was always going to be a, a not a great week for both of us, but I just had a couple injuries that uh, took me down, took me down to size. So then in the final match of the week, Clint just still trucking along, beats Frank 118 to 79. I mean, 118 is uh, a score. Yeah, I. Uh, nobody knows how Clint is 7 and 2 at this point. Well, he has no points scored against him, that's how, but yeah. he's putting in nice weeks still. Um, 36 out of Josh Allen, bit of return form for him. Uh, Christian Kirk had a big day mm-hmm. against Miami. He had 20 points, but um, he was very dominant in that game. Yeah. Um, and then DK Metcalf also 20 points. Uh, on Frank's not side, he he had to start Gus Edwards and Benny Snell. Uh, they got nine points. Mike, Mike Thomas coming back for his first time. Huge week for New Orleans. Mike Thomas only scores seven points. He, mm-hmm. He's been out for two months. Um, so not much. Frank didn't do much there. Um, yeah, and I mean, and the Jimmy Graham's not going to get 14 every week either. No, and I mean, the Seattle defense made Josh Allen look like Pat Mahomes. So <laughs> he was just carving them up all day, rushing touchdowns, passing touchdowns. It was just an absolute slaughter there. So, yeah, I mean, a, a good effort from Clint's team. It always, it seems like it always comes from three players, and it did again this week. But he had some other people chipping in, but – I mean, 118 was the third highest score of the week, so there's not been many times we've been doing these recaps where we've been doing, like, well, Clint's team was good, but, like, you know, he would have been one of the more dangerous teams to play. He would have been this week. Yeah. Uh, and you usually we have very seamless transitions into the previews, but this one might be the best because I don't plan on hitting the stop button. Nice. Um, roll right into the preview. I've got DB this week. Um DB's projected 104 to my 96. That's all a little fluky right now. McCaffrey is projected 7.39, but he has been ruled out. Um, and on my side, I've got, um, oh, what's his head? Troy Main Pope, Pope, who is looking to be the lead back in San Diego this week. Oh, man. Uh, and I mean, Kalen Balaj ran a touchdown in last week. Uh, they, they he's back on the practice Kelly. squad right now. They still have Josh Kelly. I mean, I don't. I don't think Troy Man Pub will be the lead back at all. Uh, well, Miami's D is rough right now. But, uh, yeah, uh, Balazs is back on the practice squad. And Pope um, has beat out Kelly for that. Because Pope was the three two weeks ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Now, this, I'm, part of it is just me talking myself yeah. up. But, yeah. I don't um, know. I, Justin Jackson was supposed to be the one last week. He played four snaps. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I am in this situation because Mixon didn't practice again. Yeah. Um, and I wish I could start more wide receivers, but I can't. I really like my wide receiver stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, not much I can do. I'll, I'll keep messing with that heading into Sunday. My concern with Antonio Brown is that he got a lot of looks 
on last Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to have him on my bench if there's a blow up. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would. I mean, I just I don't know. I, I would just wait to see it. I mean, he got five targets, so it wasn't like he was setting the world on fire. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, but yeah, I you know, I I got to pick DB's team at this point. I my running backs are so brutal. My hope is that Green Bay goes up big on Jacksonville and Jamal Williams gets a lot of playing time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, DJ Chark, I think is going to have a big day though against Green Bay secondary without yeah. um without their cornerback. Um, and Jair Alexander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Jackson against the Patriots. The Patriots are just total garbage. Um, that should be pretty good source of points. Robinson is just unrivaled touch getter in that backfield. So he's good. He's a good bet for a. T- it's good a bet for a touchdown. Is basically anyone in the NFL, which is nuts. Um, T Higgins. You know the Bengals might be playing from behind against Pittsburgh this week. Evans should be decent. Pittsburgh defense at home against Cincinnati is the number one defense, number one and number two defense of the week. I think the issue Higgins might have is that Pittsburgh might abuse Cincy's offensive line where he's just going to be. I like Geo so much this week. Yeah, sure. I don't think he's going to have time to. Oh, yeah. And and, and Boyd's going to be great, too. Because you guys haven't played the Steelers yet, right? No. They fucked us up. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I mean that's, I mean that's kind of. I mean, I, I, I hate to say it for your team, but I kind of hope Joe doesn't play because I feel like he's going to get destroyed if he does. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, Gio will be great this week. Boyd will be great this week. But I mean, I, I think that the guy that they really are going to want to shut down is AJ, not because he's, he's that much of a threat, but they just kind of hate him. So, so I one I said yesterday I offered Trace like half the league, and I I got. Mixed to no responses. I said I'm open to counter offers, and the one which you know probably wasn't a great idea, but I went after um, Fournette from Jason because mm-hmm. um, I thought I could get value on that one, and I offered him Ayuk, which I really thought was more than fair. He's done. I wouldn't do it for Jason. No, he didn't do it. He thought I was kidding him, but he did. He's got eighteen, twelve, five, eight. 14, 19. There's and there's no Kittle now. There's thirty receivers that do that. There's just that there's just no there's 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 fifty wide receivers you can play interchangeably every week. There's just there's not there's twenty running backs that reliably get yeah. touches. I was trying so I was trying to package um uh who is it? The Patriots receiver that went off. Jacoby Myers. Yeah, I was trying to package Myers and Ayuk together and I wasn't even it's, getting bites on it. It's one week. Yeah. Well, but yeah, again, I mean, I said it last week. I mean, Cam Newton threw for 274 yards last week, so congrats. He now is over 200 yards twice this year, but it's just not a passing offense. Yeah, I don't know. I just – it's frustrating that it's it's impossible to get people to trade, and especially because, like, half the people will just look at, like, what the evaluator says and just say yes or no regardless of any other context. Yeah, you got to – I mean, you got to – be willing to sell running backs if you actually want to trade, and you got to be willing to sell name brands. So yeah, I mean anybody can have Mixon if they want. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, I was just complaining. I, I I don't I would like to trade, and I can't. Nobody nobody wants to trade. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I mean I'm open to it too. But yeah, just, you said that, but yeah. your running back stable is not. I well, but I mean if I mean no one's running back stable is good. Well. Yeah, I mean, who's your who's your best running back, Zeke? He's the best player on my team. I mean, I don't know. So, but then that puts me in a bad spot of 
yeah. the person who costs the most also is not having production. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It'd be something instead of getting nothing. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Dom, I got the idea for this pod from the group of guys that Dom is in a league with. Mm-hmm. And he was on the, he guessed, he guest starred on the pod recently and uh, basically had a few beers and decided he wanted to make start making trade offers. So they did a live trade on the nice. pod. <laughs> Nice. We'll do that sometime. I love that. Uh, next matchup is Devin versus Kevin. Um, Devin is projected 109 to Kevin's 105. Um, yeah, Devin's got some tough matchups this week. Uh, Newton against Baltimore, Boyd against Pittsburgh, Fulham against the Giants, Jacobs against Denver. I really don't like any of those matchups necessarily. Yeah, I don't. I don't, well, I don't agree necessarily. Yeah. Well, on the other hand, he's going against Kevin. Kevin does have Chubb coming back. Remains to be seen how healthy he is. You know, I I assume they will go pretty 50-50 with Hunt, or even more with Hunt, just to ease Chubb back in. Yeah, sure. But again, it's a, well, Chubb, Chubb's one of those guys, all he needs one play. Um, I, I mean, really the only area of the team that I'm worried about Devin with is Cam. I just think that... The Ravens are going to swarm the Patriots. I just like I, I I would bet the you know Baltimore minus a million this week. I think that they're just going to absolutely crush New England. Uh, the the rest of his team, while some of the matchups aren't good, there's garbage time potential. Mm. Jacobs is due for a bounce back, in my opinion, and um, I like Davis's versatility out of the backfield if McCaffrey's not in. So I like the upside of the rest of his team. I just like like McKinnon was doing nothing last week until he scored a touchdown with four seconds left. Uh, Davis zero last week. Goddard hasn't done a whole lot recently. Carr hasn't been great. Diggs is good, but he's got a little bit of a tougher matchup. Arizona's defense has been a little bit more stout. Um, and then Jones might have Galladay coming back to uh, push his projection down. So I just don't see a lot of upside out of Kevin's team this week. I don't see many points in this matchup in general. I think De- if, if Devin gets a respectable game out of Cam Newton, I think that he could get like over 120. Okay. All right. I mean, I I think I'll. I mean, I'll still pick Devin. I, I mean, Kevin's team is rough, but yeah, I just don't. I don't see a lot of points in this one. Fair uh, enough. Compared to you. Uh, next matchup is Dan versus Zach. Um, the old vineyard matchup. Oh, uh, and Zach is projected one fourteen to to Dan's one thirteen point nine eight. Damn. Uh, so. You know, it's, t- it's tough to pick Dan with how his team's performed at this point. Yeah. I think Burrow's got a tough matchup against Pittsburgh. They could go one of two ways. Excuse me. He's going to throw the ball a lot. Yeah. It's just whether or not it's going in the end zone. Yeah, it, it, it could. It, it's either it, it could be the Ravens game or it could be the Browns game where you're losing but you're scoring a lot or you're losing and you're scoring nothing. Yeah. So. Uh, Parker should see a little bump with um, Preston Williams uh, going out. Mm-hmm. Two looks amazing. Um, and then you know, Derek Henry and um, James Conner, you expect them to do well, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, yeah, this one's tough. I think this one could be kind of high, higher scoring. Yeah, I can um, see. That. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I I'll, like Zach here. I I think Russ will bounce back. Feeling you don't expect to get four. Aaron Jones, I think, will have a big day. Yeah. 
I, I was on the Zach train too until I got to the bottom half of his team. Once it gets past you and Cole, well, I, I mean, and I mean, even I mean, once it gets past McKissick, I mean, I don't just don't see a lot of points there, Cotton. I uh, think, well, yeah, and one thing I think McKissick, in theory, at some point will just go from he's been doing what ten points or something, right? Yeah, I think that's gonna well, yeah, six, seven, eleven, six, twelve. Gibson was a wide receiver, yeah. and they. But they're only using them on running downs. That's like one of the big knocks is they put McKissick on in on passing downs. They put Gibson in on running downs. And it telegraphs the plays. Gibson's very good. I don't know why they're still yeah. playing McKissick. And I well, think one of these just, days yeah. he's just going to get a two or something. It's, it's it's Alex Smith now. And, I mean, he's a vet and he trusts vets. And that's what McKissick is. You know, yeah. I mean, Antonio Gibson's a young guy. He's still liable to make bonehanded plays. He's the more explosive player. and But, like, McKissick's sure-handed and he's going to get you – Five or six or seven yards in every dump off. I mean, I, I think McKissick's a good play. Uh, Thielen hadn't been doing, hasn't really been doing numbers recently, and he's at Chicago. It's a little bit of a tougher matchup. Um, I mean, I, I like the running backs, I like the receivers, I like the quarterback, but also on Dan's side, you know, I mean, God, Henry and Connor and Henderson against Seattle is just a dynamic duo. Waller could, you know, he hasn't really shown it since that Saints game, but he can go off and. Burrow, you know, could be could have could dig himself a hole and have to dig himself back out and <laughs> score a lot of points. So, I'm I think I'm gonna go Dan's team, but these I mean these are these have got to be two of the better looking teams this week. I think these two teams could beat pretty much any team going except maybe for Mitchell's. Yeah, agreed. I'll go Zach for conflict, but um, I do like both both of those teams this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next matchup is Sean versus Scott. Scott is projected 111 to Sean's 95. Um, Scott looking to get on a bit of a roll here. Um, Ooh, I think he's Chiefs suffering bye. for some bye weeks. Is that what's going on? Uh, for Sean, we got Chiefs bye week and ATL bye week. So that's <laughs> tough for him. Yeah. Yeah, he had to pick up Adrian Peterson off the streets and play him. Edo Smith is starting for him. No, that's Irv Smith Jr. Oh, that's the other tight end. Um, good, good to a pickup, though, Sean. I was kind of hoping that he would sit out there. I, I, I think I would end up playing golf anyways, but I kind of wanted to play Tua. Um, yeah, you like Scott's team this week, I think. Um, but his floor is non-existent with Montgomery, Green, Sanders coming back off injury. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Sanders will be great. Um, I, I I like that he's been uh, he's got Juju Smith Schuster in the in the motivation flex. He's been playing a lot better at the flex than he was with the wide receivers brought for him earlier this year. Um, Jefferson's kind of up and down. Seems like it's like twenty or two. Chicago's for a tough matchup there for him. Yeah, um, Deshaun should be fine, but it's just you know when when Sean's top two picks and his reliable quarterback are not playing. You kind of just wonder where the upside's coming from. That Foles has, just hasn't been good enough to, for Robinson to be going off for like 20 a game. Cup's been not as sure-handed this year. It has a nice matchup with Seattle. But. has a nice matchup with Seattle, but, I mean, any anyone could go off. I mean, it's not like yeah. they need to force-feed Cup. So, I'm picking Scott's team. Uh, I could I, – I mean, I there are scenarios in which Sean could win, but I just like the upside of Scott's team. You're right, the floor is low, but the ceiling I think is kind of high. Yeah, Sean's, Sean's team just also has a really low floor with no ceiling, so. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah I'll go yeah, Scott too. Um, 
So that brings us to Jason and Ben. Ben is projected 106 to Jason's 98. Uh, Ben's been up and down a bit, but has a very high ceiling on his team, as seen by the 181 a couple weeks ago. Um, oh, Jason needs a quarterback. Yeah, okay, so I didn't catch that. Jason will have Jason will be ahead in projections once he puts a, a quarterback uh, in, but I guarantee you he can't figure out who to cut is his issue right now. <laughs> also, who the fuck is he going to play? I should actually. I'll even offer him a trade. No, I don't. I don't. Who? Jonathan. I guess. Maybe I'll go for Jonathan Taylor. Wait, is is Big Ben not going to play this week? He's on the COVID list right now. I saw that, but he could get off of it still. Hmm, it's just contact tracing. Well, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just hoping for the who day at this point. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess you play Carson Squints. Ben's, know, Ben's at a high risk. It, it gets fat people more. <laughs> Hate to see it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, Ben's team. You know, I mean, we talked about the Kareem Hunt thing. We just talked about the Antonio Gibson split thing a little bit. Uh, Murray's been good. I'm excited to watch that Arizona Buffalo game. I think that that could be a fun one this week. Uh, I've already. T- I mean, I've been on the DJ Morton. I just think he's a great player. Uh, I think that the, with McCaffrey being out, that'll free up some targets for him. Adams against Jacksonville. You know. It just seems like Devontae Adams scores. You can lock in for like 25 points a week at this point. So I, I like this matchup this week. I think it's going to be a high-scoring one. Uh, ben sticking to his guns on San Francisco's D uh, coming off. What did they do against uh, Green Bay? Probably 0-1, I imagine. Yeah, if it ever loaded. But uh, two points against uh, Green Bay. Now he's firing him back up against New Orleans as a bold strategy. Firing up. Um, but other than that, I think both teams are solid this week. Um, yeah. I guess it depends on who Jason's quarterback is. Yeah. Um, he could do TB in the in the bounce back spot. I don't hate Bridgewater. I mean, I don't hate Wentz. I mean, these were some. Guys, I mean, I mean, I hate to say, it, but I don't hate Locke. Like these are some guys that I was looking at too before I made my decision, but. I think that any of those guys could get him 15 to 20 points, and with the upside of his wide receivers and his running backs, he's not going to need much more than that to win. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going with Jason's team. Okay. Uh, I'll go Ben. There you go. <laughs> with conviction. Uh, next matchup is out of the first and second place matchup. Here's a true matchup of the week. Um, true. Clint versus bang. Mitch. Mitch is projected 118 to Clint's 108. Um, I like you. Got to to me. You have to pick Mitch here. His team is so high powered. Um, yeah. And Clint, Clint has been carried more by some players than it is that his whole team is overpowered. Um, you know, Gordon and Lindsay are. It's not quite a situation where you expect both of them to go off. Yeah. Uh, he could play Edmonds. I don't. I don't know if. I guess they say Drake is questionable for this week, and I don't know what his prospects for playing would be or would not be. But I still think Edmonds is a decent bet, but because the Vegas has been okay this year. But I, I get what you're saying. Um, Mitchell's team just, you know, just is dangerous. You know, it's just poised to go off at any moment. Um, Rogers against Jacksonville. Uh, Lockett is due for a big game. Hopkins against Buff. I mean, Dalvin Cook's just been eating people alive. You know, well, what more yeah. can I say? It's a little different with my team because it's not great, but, like, Mitchell has a team that all of his, at least, 
not kicker and D, maybe kicker, but all of his players would start on other people's teams. Like, yeah. So Andrews, is, it's been a tough ride with Andrews this year. Which it's is tough to sit him down, especially against New England. Though, sure, so. no, no. I mean, I mean, he's liable to catch two touchdowns in any game. I mean, it's it's just the the way of the world. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, I mean, Rogers, Lockett, Hopkins, Cook, and probably Swift will be playing and on um, basically basically anyone's team this week. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'll take Mitch. Yes, sure. Uh, final matchup is AJ versus Frank. Frank is projected 104 to AJ's 97. Um, fixing to be a low-scoring one this week. Frank has Chris Carson penciled in there, who I don't think is going to play. Um, he's still not practicing, so I would imagine he's out. Um and then on the Michael Thomas side, he was limited, but I'm sure he'll play. Uh, but Frank does have a nice Gus Edwards start against New England. Um, I don't know that Ingram is back, so at least it's a tandem backfield right now. Yeah, he's questionable. Um, but in Tannehill against a tough, a, a stout indie defense. Yeah, it should be a pretty good game tonight. I'm going to try to catch a little bit of that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Allen's been his most consistent player. Uh, he's the player I'm worried about the most. Um, I mean, Thomas is liable to go up at any time. And Carson Carson doesn't need to practice much to play. So he, I think he still has a decent chance to play. I got a couple people back from bye this week, but I had a couple people go on bye as well. To me, my running back slot very thin with two injuries as well. I had to pick up somebody off the streets. And I don't even know who's going to play yet. So my, my RB2 spot is still in flux. Kenny Galladay, I'm hoping that maybe since he's a vet, that he can get away with practicing basically none at all and still playing. I'd like to flip him into my lineup. But I, li- I like what Goff against Seattle. Cooks has been playing well. And Woods uh, as well. And Woods as well against Seattle. I like those three at least. Yeah. Uh, running back is tough right now um yeah i'm just hoping that they rule david johnson out so they give duke johnson all the touches yeah yeah no i I think i'd lean your team here i definitely think frank should swap out cole beasley for uh geo um i don't know if he's just looking at projections or he might have to swap him out for carson though that's true um we'll see yeah it's it's gonna be tough i mean frank and i have had some injuries got a by a week or two on each side, it's been it's been tough. We've been scraping the bottom of the barrel all year, so we'll see. Uh, I'm I'm gonna take me because there's really no reason to take Frank because his team doesn't look all that much better than mine. But um, yeah, I'll just take me, bitch. Yeah, I would take you too. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna go right to hot takes. Um, Sorry, Jason, not going to be quite as long this time, but, you know, we'll still get up. We'll get you to Columbus at the, the pace that you drive. Indeed. Um, AJ, you want to lead it off? Uh, I can kind of, yeah, I, I don't, I'm coming in kind of soft on the hot takes this week, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, just the, the weekly movie roundup, um, Netflix, Dick Johnson is Dead, great documentary if you guys are into the more um, dour stuff. Uh, His House, uh, a really good horror movie that just got put on Netflix. Uh, mm. So check those two out. The one I haven't that heard I've, about that one at all. Yeah, it just dropped on Netflix last week. It's about a 
um, family from South Sudan that uh, emigrates up to England, and they have to basically, like, prove that they are going to be good enough citizens, so they have to go through this program, and then they get put in this house, and they basically have to live in this house and be, like, good citizens on minimal wage for, like, a year before they're allowed to, like, go out into the world, and the house happens to be haunted, so... Um, or maybe they're bringing the haunting into the house with them. That's uh, something that you will decide if you watch it, but it's very good. Got good reviews, and I give it a good one as well. Um, one that I just kind of thought of because I just ate it in a snack on the way over. I know it's I know it's some somewhat of a hot button issue with people. Uh, blue cheese crumbles, like actual like little pieces of blue cheese. I'm a fucking big fan. Interesting. Big fan. So uh, I could take it or leave it. I like them in small quantities. Yeah. I like. I'm big on. Blue cheese dressing over ranch dressing for wings. Sure. I'm definitely a blue cheese of guy. Um, Sam abhors blue cheese. Yeah. So it's, you know, and then I just end up with extra blue cheese, it's not, which is not really what I want. Yeah. My dad makes a really good um, black and blue burger. He takes Ooh, two patties yeah. and puts blue cheese in the middle, puts it together, and then puts blue cheese on top. Yes, sir. That sounds delicious. Yeah, I, I was doing like a buffalo chicken, like wrap type thing. Yeah. So I was putting a bunch of oh, blue cheese perfect, in there. Yeah. It was fucking bomb. So yeah, so blue cheese, blue cheese crumbles, blue cheese over ranch for sure. Where I really hate it is pizza. I had a four cheese pizza with gorgonzola, mm. which I think gorgonzola and blue cheese are pretty much the they same. kind of are, yeah. And tough. it's all you taste is gorgonzola. It's That's like the tough. banana pepper of the cheese world. <laughs> <laughs> Love a <your> banana pepper. <laughs> Um, okay, so my take, I, I told AJ, I, I thought of it at like 3 a.m. Um, <laughs> I wrote it down on my phone. Um, oh, I know why it came to me. It was because I had been listening to the Michigan podcast <laughs> the Steve night before. That's um, Which I liked. I listened to a couple. I went back and listened to a few just to, you know, kind of get my rocks off on Ohio State wins. And then I listened to the this last one with Indiana. Um but my take is that, you know, they've been talking about, you know, should John Harbaugh stay or go? I think they should keep him. Uh, I don't know who they're replacing him with. I think you have to accept that you're not as good as Ohio State at this point. But if they replace him, my hot take is that Luke, I would like to see Luke, Luke Fickle, Fickle yeah. go to Michigan. Which Mitchell, is, Mitchell's scared about this. He's voiced this concern before. Well, see, but Mitchell, it's not, it's, to me, and I guess it's not, you just seem accepting of that take, but. I, I think it's hot. It, he's got me cheering for UC again because it's Luke Fickle. He's an Ohio State boy. Yeah. I don't know if he'd ever do it. I think yeah. there's like part of him that probably hates Michigan too. Uh, but I would, it would, at the same time, it would be like the uh, kind of Woody Bow deal again. Yeah, for sure. Uh, which I would kind of like to see because I'm conflicted on I like beating good Michigan teams. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And we've got 14 out of 15, so maybe now I'm, like, looking for a challenge or something, which is, like, a low-key dig on this. Well, like, I mean, like, of the last, like, five or six years, can you remember, like, being more excited than the one that we were supposed to lose and we dropped 60? Yeah. Like, that one I lost my mind on. Yeah. Like, or the other couple has been, like, you know. Well, and, the and yeah, it was, like, playing your sister. but And then there's the the 2006 matchup, which was oh, sure. the best one ever, and that's yeah. when it's a good Michigan team. So, mm-hmm. I don't know... Uh, yeah, maybe it's not as hot as I was hoping. I don't no, know no, how no, Frank will I mean, react to that. No, 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 for sure. I mean, it's it's a hot take because the likelihood that Luke Fickle, for personal reasons, would go to Michigan, I don't think is very high. I just, I, I kind of 
I kind of didn't react to it because one Mitchell has been voicing this concern for weeks now okay. and he thinks Luke Fickle is going to leave to go to Michigan. And also two, I just think that it's one of the smarter hires for Michigan. Well, that's, that's why I think it's hot, at least from our standpoint where I think it would make them better. And I yeah. kind of want to see it. Yeah. No, I'm, I mean, I, I get that. It's, it's a lot more fun to play when, you know, play Michigan when Ohio State's one and Michigan's five. Yeah. When, then when, you know, Ohio State's like two or three and Michigan's unranked. Like that. Well, and I'm it's, it's, I, it won't hurt us this year necessarily, but it can bite us in the butt. But like, we just beat a bad Penn State and a bad Michigan, and now we have no good wins. So, like, yeah. what are we going to do? We're going to have to beat the number, the, the second best team. In we the can't. Time. It and doesn't yeah. afford us any room to lose to Purdue. Yeah, like that, and that was why I was. That was what I was saying too this week when Maryland got canceled. I was like, everyone was like, I was really pissed, and obviously I'm partially just pissed because I don't get to watch the Buckeyes win, which is one of the only good things that happens to me on any given weekend. But also that you know, if Ohio State doesn't end up getting in the playoff because we didn't, you know, play Maryland and beat them fifty four to seven, yeah, like that's gonna fucking blow. Well, and then Indiana gets screwed because as it stands. They've beat a bad Michigan, a bad Penn State. Oh, and I was I was saying that we did that. We haven't done, we haven't beat Michigan yet, but no, yeah. Indiana's beat bad Michigan, bad Penn State. If they lose to us, yeah, they're they just go boned. Eight one. Yeah, those, <laughs> those, they'll be in a good bowl. They probably won't even be in a New Year's Six bowl, which sucks ass. I, oh, I guess as things are kind of coming because Frank put the uh, the slate out uh, for the what he's watching this weekend. One of the worst, weakest college football slates I've seen in a long, long time this weekend. Honestly, I think that the Masters is probably the most eventful sporting event that yeah. might happen this entire I, weekend. I was watching the Masters today. It's a free stream on Masters.com, which I did not know. Yeah, but the Masters I actually, is fucking cool. I had a 25-cent ticket that oh, I yeah. used to go in on it, so we'll see. Hell yeah. Who'd you play? Do you remember? Uh, I've got Rory nice. and... Uh, Brooks Kepka. Nice. I've got someone Fitzpatrick. Okay. I've got I don't remember who my last Sure. I I basically Those did are like stars and scrubs. I did like yeah. So I did like three high guys. I think one the Fitzpatrick guy was like a sleeper pick I saw. Okay. And then the bottom two guys I picked just because they had hit the most cuts out of the people down towards the bottom. Sure. So yeah, I mean, I mean, when you're playing that, you you want people that are golfing all weekend if you can. Yeah, and I didn't want to go because um, DeChambeau or whatever's number one guy. Yeah, and then Tiger was a relative value pick, but I'm like, everybody's gonna take Tiger. So yeah, DeChambeau's due for a big one. He hasn't really had one. Well, my my only thinking on that was that sometimes just. That gets to the young people at the Masters. Oh, for sure. Oh, you're leading on yeah. Sunday and you just crumble. So Yeah, DeChambeau's had some good... Also, uh, now that I've watched him play, I don't players. trust a man that wears that hat. I don't like that eh, thing. Eh, it is what it is. <laughs> I, 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 I try to... I'm a big Ryder Cup guy when it comes to golf. That's my favorite golfing event. So whenever I play like a DraftKings ticket or whatever, I like enter a Masters thing, I try to not pick... Only English. Americans? Uh, yeah, I try to not pick English people or <laughs> Australian people or whatever. So so, so that, that like in a DraftKings scenario, that like sort of narrows it down. I don't know the most of these nationalities, but I, I mean, Rory's Irish, so I like, yeah. he's got that going for him for me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, yeah, that's all we got this week. I think, you know, we'll yeah, be towards 50 minutes, right? 30, yeah, like a, a 45-ish, yeah. So, uh, that's, that's what you get when you just get Ryan and I with, uh, you know, 
Well, and I've, I've got to work. To yeah, that's thing, true. That's so. true. And, I've, and I've, yeah, we've all got shit to do. But yeah, we, we need to sometimes need a third uh, stick to stir the pot. So just our two sticks tonight. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's it. Adios.